I'm Junie Felix, and this is Moving Forward, Tiny Habits for Successful Soul Care. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope and I pray that you and I can encourage one another to walk by faith and to live out of love instead of fear more and more every single day. Now, who can you think of right in this moment that could use a word of encouragement? I have a friend who moved to a brand new city to start a brand new job not too many, many months ago, but things kind of fell apart. You know, that's the COVID life, it seems. And now she's searching for a new job, deeply discouraged. I mean, she keeps getting told that she's overqualified. That happens on the regular. And I also have a sister who's going through this hard relational transition. I mean, so, so heartbreaking. And another friend who's dealing with a health crisis. And I could go on and on, but I know you get the idea. One of my mentors often says that if you want to know who needs encouragement right now, just check to see if they are breathing. And I personally believe this too. Human beings, we need encouragement, kindness, and affirmation just as much as we need love, air, food, and water. So who is it that you can think of right now who comes front of mind, who you know could use a word of encouragement? And how can you be creatively kind right now? How can you be the one that makes that move as soon as possible? Once I overheard a conversation where this guy was talking about this, this book he was reading and how life, according to the author, is a game. And if you're not actively learning the rules and playing by those rules, then you are just someone else's pawn in the game. Now, I don't know how much I agree with this analogy, but if life is a game, because I don't like the idea of categorizing people, you know, those labels, putting people on a spectrum of winners and losers and calling someone a pawn, that seems a little bit harsh. But I think that it it's a good thing to do to think about this on a deeper level, that the ways that we all give away a great deal of our personal power if we ignore the opportunities that we have every day to be a part of the solution to all of the chaos. Jesus said in this world, you will have trouble. He didn't say you might have trouble. You will have trouble. But we can be of good cheer, God says, because he has overcome the world. So how can we be a part of the solution, a sustainable solution, instead of contributing to the confusion. Now, it's hard to feel that you're a winner in life, quote unquote winner, when you feel powerless to change so many things that could use some nudging, tweaking for good. And that's why I asked the question about who is it that comes to you front of mind when you think of someone who would appreciate a word of encouragement or kindness, a simple act of kindness today. And if life is a game and that analogy works for you, then perhaps I, I would like to plant a seed, a thought, maybe choosing these tiny acts of kindness, service, and love and encouragement is the way to win, no matter how much money is in the bank or how many letters you have behind your name. I remember there was a story I heard about a homeless man. It was another podcast I was listening to. I listened to a lot of podcasts. But there was a, a homeless guy who was always seen at a particular intersection, smiling and waving and sometimes dancing. And the woman who shared the story, 
She said she enjoyed his smiles every day and looked forward to seeing him on her way to and from work. And she would made sure to keep dollar bills and change in her car so she could give him something to exchange for that moment of joy, that moment of shine, as we say in behavior design, that she experienced every time she saw him. And he would, if you slowed down, he would come to the window and receive the change or the dollar bill. And he would always smile and say, thank you. And then if there was time, he would say, how are you today? And she would give the customary response, you know, fine, thanks. But if she asked him how he was doing, his response was always the same. He would say, I'm blessed. So there was one day she discovered that she'd been laid off from her job. And as a single mom, she was just wrecked with that news, just wrecked with worry, sobbing, just heartbroken, so afraid. She had no idea how she was going to make it. She wasn't feeling very joyful or encouraged at all. As she approached the intersection on the way home that day, there was the homeless man still smiling and waving. But on that day, she was hoping the light would stay green so she could just drive on through. But it didn't. I don't know about you, but I've had those moments. You know, it's the light is lingering and and here comes someone in need and I don't have any change and I don't have a dollar or I'm just heartbroken and really can't even breathe from the stress. You know, we all have those days. So as she got closer to the man at the intersection, the light turned red and he came over to her for the usual tiny conversation. He smiled at her from the heart as always. But this time he said to her today, I will give you a dollar. And she just burst into tears. She said she wanted to stop traffic, jump out of the car, give him big hugs. She couldn't do that. Of course, she had to get home to her kids. But on that day, with no prior knowledge, he says, today, I will give you a dollar. And she learned a valuable lesson that no matter what material things are taken from you, no one can take away your choice to be joyful. Her ride home was smoother. She'd lost her job, no savings, but she knew that she was indeed blessed because God was with her. It was such a tiny thing, $1, a smile. The reality of the fact that there was no way that he could have known the details of all that she was going through, but his tiny act of kindness made all the difference in that moment. It's like this. When you have a lifestyle, when you're in the habit of unconditional, creative acts of kindness, and true kindness does take creativity because no one can love the way that you can show love. It's unique. And you never know how your decision to smile from the heart, to wave, to notice, maybe leave a small sticky note of appreciation, send a text message or a DM, direct message on Instagram that's going to encourage someone at just the right time. Now, just last night, I had a, a hard conversation with my sister. She's going through a season of trials where she really is hard pressed on every sign. Just as the scripture says, the Apostle Paul, he writes about this in the New Testament book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4. She was at her last shred of strength and she was deeply discouraged and confused. But just a few hours later, a neighbor stopped by with a homemade spaghetti dinner. There was a knock at the door and she sent me a picture of the spaghetti. And it just made me, I just felt such shine in my spirit. It made all the difference because that's the love and the faithfulness of God right there. 
I believe with all my heart that these tiny creative acts of unconditional kindness, no matter how small, it's a feeling that you get from doing something from the heart that can change everything about a situation. Tiny acts of kindness are a way of coming alongside someone. Compassion is there in a way that's deeply personal because every one of us is either coming out of a tough situation or navigating our way through something. And everyday life requires a certain amount of courage. In the New Testament, there's a verse that describes the mindset of a person whose heart and spirit are aligned with God. It says the visible evidence of the person who's a part of God's good work in this great universe, shining his love, that evidence is joy and peace and patience and kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. That's Galatians 5. And this is why kindness is a superpower. It's powerful. It's inspiring. It's, it brings this transcendent light into the darkness. And in many cases, it is just contagious. With daily practice, choosing these acts of kindness can become your superpower. Being in the habit of service and thinking of others, not, not ignoring what you're going through. No, you have to honor what you're feeling and what you're going through. It's just not healthy to stuff it and suppress it and pretend like everything's okay. Honor what you're feeling and going through and the gift of the emotions that God has given you, but also take time to get to the root of those things. But while you're working on all of that stuff that's associated with healing and recovery and encouragement, don't forget to speak out and share the love and light of God with someone else today. I know for sure the only thing that I can count on in life, the only thing that I can depend on in this life is that God is faithful. And that's my prayer for you today as you're listening and considering these things, that you will accept the truth that the cumulative effect of this lifestyle, this habitual kindness and great grace, even if it goes unappreciated and unnoticed, the cumulative effect is an undercurrent in your spirit of joy that never runs out. Doesn't mean you'll always feel happy and clappy and never discouraged, but it does mean that even when life is filled with uncertainty, you know that you can choose to respond in faith and hope and love. And there's a blessing to reaching out to others. And I really appreciate the way that the woman that I told you about at the stoplight, she received the dollar. She allowed him to bless her in that tiny way. And I can think of many years in my life where I was afraid to accept that kindness from others. I thought there'd always be some sort of strings attached. And that sent me in some dark places. Because if we don't know how to accept kindness, a lot of time we struggle with extending that kindness first to ourselves and then letting it overflow to others. I just think that it's important to know that sharing those tiny acts of kindness is so important because there's a reciprocal benefit. Another one of my favorite scriptures in the book of Galatians, there is a reaping and sowing that happens there. This love and heartfelt encouragement, it comes back in one way or another because, as I said, our God is faithful. It's not just a good idea. These Habitual acts of kindness and encouragement really do change a family, a community, a neighborhood, a society, and yes, changing the world for good. One tiny decision at a time. And as one of my childhood heroes, LeVar Burton from Reading Rainbow would say, you don't have to take my word for it. Check out Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, because you are God's masterpiece, his 
poem, the scripture says, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he prepared for you before the foundation of the world. That's good news right there. Thank you so much for listening today. I do hope you'll stop by juniefelix.com for more encouraging resources, including a free download of one of my event bestsellers, The Gift of Sorrow, and updates on the release of my soon coming project with my publisher, Nav Press. It's called You Are Worth the Work, Moving Forward from Trauma to Faith.